0: Radio
1: Pulpit, 657 AM. 6, radio Pulpit. We trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends we are. And of course, hey, I'm talking to Lebu tonight. Lebu, hi. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening,
2: child. Listeners.
1: I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord
2: and Savior. I hope you're well. I'm alive better
1: than other days. oh fantastic fantastic <laughs> fantastic and uh, uh, tonight we are talking something hey eh? uh, <laughs> we are talking about a spousal veto as Might to yeah. yeah yeah as to what it is even all about you know um when a spouse vetoes in other words, when decisions are made and the other spouse has made some decisions, and the other spouse comes in with the right of veto to say, this thing is not going to happen. Hey, if you're not going to happen, you're going to be a woman. You're going to be a woman. You're going to be a woman. When you're going to be a woman, you're going to be a <laughs> you know and, and, and sometimes uh, uh the right of veto is, is with the guys, you know, and they would say I, I I don't want you to be with those friends of yours anymore. I just don't like them.
3: Mm.
1: Why? No, they look like slay queens, so and you forget where you found her, you know. <laughs> you met her at the Shebin, you forget. and and others it's a matter of veto in the right way when a spouse is bent on doing something that is unbecoming, and they use their right of veto to say look i i also have equal say just like you on this matter and i put my views otherwise it's a right of veto
3: yeah
1: Others would say, okay, um, well, I I do not approve of the way that you punish the children. And they use the right of veto. Mm. It can be used for good, it can be used for bad. Other spouses are using it for selfish reasons, others for good reasons. Mm. But it is an intervention of interjections where you basically say you disagree with the modus operandi, and that it shall cease to be because you don't side with it. The writer of it has also found when the spouse says, kolui, and then you go and look for the car, and he says, no, I found the car that I want. I want to go with you to the garage and show you that car before, you know, I buy it. I must take you there. And when you arrive there, it's a two-door sports car. Hmm. That is basically driven by middlemen who have lost their mojo. And you're asking yourself, where are the kids going to come in in this one? When are we going to take trips as a family in this two-seater? You can't have it. Yeah. I do not approve. Let us have a station going so that kids can be able to play. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: imagine you in a station wagon and big angry hey, you just look like a nice partner <laughs> station wagons they look like angry cars anyway
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> and then at times you know the right of veto is is with regards to health yeah. you're no longer eating well and you are grown up and you have to deal with the sugar you had to deal with all those things, maybe in your body and, and stuff. But you're still going to, for this fried chicken and all those kinds of things. And, and your spouse has a right of it to, to say, no, we don't buy this anymore in the house. You're changing the diet. It's for your own good. We all are going to take this diet anyway.
3: Mm. Well.
1: I know with me, when I came back from hospital after such a long time in hospital, and then I changed my diet and and I saw in my family gradually changing a diet. My wife mm. put a veto that the diet should change. Mm. I didn't see people Beto. eating pop everywhere and crumbs of pop and uh, no. sisonke Sisonke partake. <laughs> What comes to mind? So
2: some virtues are, 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 are beneficial to the marriage, to the family, to the entity. Yeah. But what we kind of trying to 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 work with is uh, the nature of other virtues that may not be affirming, um, maybe, or encouraging the family unity. Um, so they come in many form, many forms. But mm. what I'm concerned with is a veto basically is having rights over a particular rule, a particular law. You know? uh, yes. Something is enforceable in a marriage. So what's that law that is so enforceable um, or not enforced? That says go and buy a car without the spouse's knowledge or permission or encouragement or support. So what is that law? And um, Do we wonder or do we Agree, or do you perceive that there's a governance of marriage? Mm,
3: Um, mm, mm.
2: So, what constitution exists for the marriage for us to now start doing um, things without consideration, uh, basically? So, I was sitting in a marriage covenant that has rules and that has laws, Uh, maybe not rules so much, but the governance basically, because I think what we do when we posture in marriages um, is not acknowledging the presence of God or the the, the, the maker, the creator of marriages to say, does we have a role. We do agree with this stance, you know? Mm. Um, so even when those decisions happen, sometimes they are to offend God before they even offend ourselves. ourselves. And I think we need some kind of um, consciousness to even making decisions whether it is to get or, or otherwise a decision for yourself when you start running and buying the choosing and buying the two feet of your without a conversation with your spouse who was hoping that three months down the line you'd probably have a family holiday with the kids and here you are with this car when we actually need a, a truck or a bus you
3: know, mm. uh,
2: to move our family so by a person insisting and standing on a, a particular voter that says, but I'm my wife, because then the posture changes. How do you buy such a car when I have a right to to co-sign with you? I think one of the things we neglect is should anything happen, or the very car you, you, you buy, uh, she do not be able to pay for it tomorrow. Your spouse is in for it. You know, they got In most instances, the banks start calling the person. So, whether or not you seek their permission, or actually, permission is the wrong word to some extent, but whether or not you seek their approval, they're still liable in one way or the other, you know, of the very debt or decision you've taken. So, they they cannot be liable when shovel hits the walls or the fence, you know. They had to be they have to be considered and made liable from the onset, so it's, to, to have that kind of a virtue is we always have something that follows you beyond later so you you're part of the decision so a healthy household in this case, to make you comfortable, make you part of the household, your spouse decided to change the diet of the household you know gradually, but in that they told decision. It was consideration of the children to say, will they enjoy the, the, the diet as we change it. So that could have meant learning new ways of cooking the food, your food, so that it's palatable for everybody in the household, you know.
3: Mm. So it's
2: not just a yes or no stance. To vote for something is a very accountable, uh, responsible decision to make. And it's not spiteful. It's we sometimes i our lie because I've got the authority or the ability to make certain decisions you do. You know, sometimes we do it to spite you. Mm. So all of those things are not part of this authority we have, or the ability to, to, to intervene. Because first and foremost, the person who gave you the authority was so the delegated function of a woman or of a husband, of a man. You know, God delegated. God trusted you with these children. God trusted you with this woman or man, you know, so to meet his His, his purpose on earth, you know. So what are we doing? What are we changing? What are we amending? Because I think sometimes we posture the way we posture, but we are amending God's laws, you know. Mm. And amendments just just happen. You need God to say, yes, I accept this amendment, you know, to even look for God's amendment that says, I will therefore, Exclude my spouse from some of the decisions, you know, or I will not consider my children for some of the decisions I'll be making. So this is for me and for me alone. Mm.
1: When we come back, let's look at some of the moments of spousal vetoes, what they are all about, and how these can
0: spice or destroy a marriage. Faith, hope, and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM.
4: If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za
0: on 657 am
1: 657 medium wave radio pulpit coming to you and of course we are talking about spousal veto. hey and the right of veto what it is even all about we're looking into that i trust Thank the you. father is doing you well and blessing you so much in a mighty way i'm talking to me and here's the issue. Uh, a spousal veto, what it is even all about, when it is used correctly and even wrongly. Uh, but spousal value can also, veto can also come indirectly when a spouse allows the veto that comes from kobone, yeah. from koha, from their home, from their family mm. side, mm. to come and, and, and permeate into the marriage and become a final mm. decision. Thanks. In a what do you say on that level? I know there's a lot, lot to say there.
2: <laughs> it is sad because in law, definitely, um, we, we we talk about it, that either it's our socialization that notifies the, the one spouse or notifies the one spouse. And secondly, it's a habitual thing that we use for it, but my family says that. My family says that. So by virtue of doing that, you, you you nullify the other, and and what you do is you you they avoid. You're basically saying they are less important. Above you, it's my family. It's where, the people who raised me. So it's not. Um, so the decision is made by them uh, on your behalf, on the family's behalf. Like what school the children should go to like um what hospital they should be going to what medical aid you should be using LAA is not quite um beneficial to you what mm. chair you must have i mean i've, I've got different cases of women where they would say you should go visit my my mother in their house uh, whatever my spouse buys money or what we buy in, my spouse has to do twice because now they reported they about the Loro our Studio so, and We also want such and such. So you find you go to visit your in laws, their house looks exactly like yours. Maybe not in size, but what you have, you know. So they tend to have such a space, and most likely when you went to buy for their in laws, you didn't consider your spouse's decision. I don't know, I don't think one really starts hoping to to replicate themselves, you know. Mm. Um, in those homes, into in your sister's house, etc. So it gets so complicated, and that's what we do. There's no saying, and you find the in-laws would know what school or whom to care care for. Like you get a call from the in-law that says, "Mama was for training. You should go and make sure that they're okay. Provide ABC and D. Not that you refuse to do it, but they decide even for you what." you need to cater for, you need to cover, uh, yeah. what, you, how your response should be. Or before, you know, then the mother-in-law calls you and says, this is the situation with your sister-in-law. Make sure agency is provided for. So it's like the kind of a veto that doesn't say you have a say. A decision is already made by them on how you should posture, how you should respond to the challenge at hand how you should behave with the challenge at hand. Um, so most of the time, that's the position that people are measured on. The measure is on the standard of the in-laws. So we, you and I have no say on what we want, but we are told that this is what a wife is, this is what a husband is. And you measure it on your, your behavior. is looked at as that. At so according to their standards, you, you don't fit the mold. That they'll always make decisions. I mean, we've had a, a, a discussion at some point where your in-laws tell you that, oh, we've got an extra couch, and and you guys have a, a thing, and it's of a particular color, and we're bringing it for, for you to, to put in your space. And you're like, but I don't even have space for that. And the better is that the decision is taken by them. That says you will have a purple couch. Whether or not it goes with your color scheme or not, they have an extra couch that belongs to your house. Whether Mm. or not you need a couch.
1: (laughs) Whether you agree to have the couch or not, you're told This is your couch from now on.
2: And your spouse tells you, but if you look at it the other way, (laughs) uh, you you see that they actually, this means well, if you're receiving a, a, a gift from them, so you need to tone down. And you're like, but I didn't want purple
1: yeah and i didn't want this particular couch by the way
2: this particular sometimes couch, you know
1: the couch is from where 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 you know
2: do you understand the decision is made because it like, like the, in-laws.
1: <laughs> the it was like a headquarters of veto yeah well it is and but, it, but it it's been made into law that what mm.
2: you don't want you yeah, have enough space. I remember at one point my dining room had no furniture, and then at one point is, oh, we have an extra page, and we don't have space. Next thing to visit the room on my left left taking my trust, the, the, the page yeah, because they said so
1: I blessing. Shem.
2: That's not how I'm supposed to receive it now. It's not whether or not hey, it's mean, not my blessing. Yeah,
1: yeah. The vet the, vet, the the vetor says you must take it as a blessing, then. <laughs> so
2: I must look at it and see a blessing instead. But I'm a person who loves breathe. Mm. So i I have been very bare minimized in terms of furniture. I need to to breathe. Now I look to my left. to the bed. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah. we have those environments. So the decisions are not necessarily yours and your spouse's, but family has an upper hand, always, and they manage to, to, to insist on it, to, to enchant it, you know. I remember the one lady, she's in prison now, uh, she wrote the letter, and she's like, we started a business with my spouse, but because he was prominent in a particular way in the business, like you said, Beto, we agree, okay. Then your father, because umuhoda understands business, they'll manage the, the business. But what it meant for the father was that she'll, he'll also spend the money and how he pleases. So this woman has nothing.
1: It is amazing. The yeah, it is amazing when we see these things really coming across. And one can say without a doubt, you know. Uh, uh, There are vetoes also, also moments of vetoes, uh, where you get a veto uh, from your spouse, Mm. uh, where he or she commands you that you should agree to be friends with their friends, even when you just don't like to be friends with their friends. You don't like to be friends with your spouse's friends. But somehow Veto is sticking them down your throat. What's your take there?
2: It is quite sad because but, but, but I was in conversation with one person, like, and we were a group that like different that, that the spouse, absolutely excellent, you know, friendship. But to put them in ease, the husband's at ease, now they had to create a group of spouses, the females, mm. and you can see that there's no liking, there's no attraction. But the government say hey, on it, either at least together we can keep tabs of where our husbands are. But there's that, and our husbands are comfortable when they know where we are as their wives.
3: But mm. so mm. like.
2: Then it starts having its own rules, etc. You're not saying don't have those friends, but now the comfort comes when you can also be friends with my uh, my friend's wife. So it tends to set the terms and conditions of the cause where you want him to go uh, in a relationship. And it becomes a law, and it's a law that you see that it actually makes your spouse very happy and very comfortable that I'm friends with his wife's wife. With friend, his friend's wife or type of a thing, you know. But it's a way of monitoring each other. Uh, the comfort comes from me knowing where you are. At 10 o'clock at night, when you're not in the bed or in the house.
3: Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Here, Here's another aspect, therefore, of a moment, you know. Mm. Uh, that is uh, where uh, you see that here you are being vetoed but it is not verbal. Uh, once you don't do what is required of you, that veto requires of you, but the whole weekend. And Otto Kwatella Digi in laws you better do as required. Do you know that kind of veto?
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this virtual thing is like i just had another thought to it. It's just so so complicated and it's and yet it's so simple, you know. Um just as a just to, to backtrack a little bit on the vetoes and the involvement of other people to it. It's I thought a thought just came to mind to say you know even of vetoes where you have your first child and the barota codisaki family or children or something like that.
1: Yeah, and and you haven't said a thing but it's already been decided even in your absentia, isn't it?
2: Yes. That's a vet. And then you're compelled to detach from this offspring you gave birth to. Because can I say to be in laws. Like I'm I'm just like yeah, it's like this virtual challenge, especially in that extent, or oh, there's a virtual you were not part of it, but it's a decision that's already been made. So you now have this, and look, people, we are good people. We are nice people, generally, and you don't mind doing it. The problem is that decision being made in your absence. And it comes to you when it's already law. It doesn't make really a You need don't have a say. And that's where the fight will begin, because that's where you're able to say, Maraki, what is social people Why did you think? And when you say no, because a veto is being able to say no, because this is the condition these guys got married, that is starting something new. And that condition is godly. So to have the other external, extended veto is to undermine the very intentional, medium, to say, you should leave to your wife, you know. Leave other people. How you manage them, you'll always send clothes out you'll always go check if they're okay. We do that. Mm. But for them to come and make such decisions on your behalf, and I think vetoing means saying, no, you know, that's the kind of no. To veto is a very, um, it's a, it's a different no. It's a no that's not a no to everything. But it's a no that says I also have to say this will not continue unless I understand. And I'm part of it. Maybe because school is understandable, or we decided to really take care of of my child, child, just so I can finish my school. Yeah. That is a different conversation altogether. So sometimes we say no because, like, we're up time even the child and you don't want that to happen but because i don't know because the decision was made for you
1: when we come back uh, let's talk about the
0: effects of the negative virtues from your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet Join this life on 657 AM. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion.
4: If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 67 429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za You're on
2: 657 AM, radio with the truth in his voice.
1: 657 Media movie Radio Pulpit coming to you live. I'm talking to Rabe uh, yeah. And we are looking into this very aspect, this very issue. Of spousal veto hey if it is one-sided yeah. that marriage won't be balanced there is one thing that would bring mm-hmm. an imbalance of the members of marriage oh let me correct this it is wrong to say a marriage is on the rocks it is wrong to say a marriage fails it is wrong to say a marriage ends uh, it's actually correct to say a marriage is actually perfect It is only the people who enter into it who break the covenant of marriage in one way or another. Amen. Just like saying that life is too short. That statement is not even holy. It's a blasphemy against the Father. Because why? The Father is the resurrection and the life. And he is eternal. He is the resurrection and the life. And if you say life is too short, you you actually say life dies, life ends. Life doesn't end. It's only us who spend a short time on it. Uh. Even if a person dies, life goes on. And Uh. people say your life ends here. No, no, no. It's your time with life that ends.
2: Not life itself.
1: No, life continues. The father is life. Yeah, yeah he continues. That is why he's able to raise you up. Now, he's if he raise you up, tomorrow. yeah, if he raise you up, then how is life short?
2: Yeah. Uh, he's yesterday today and tomorrow. So, uh-huh.
1: he continues. Is a continuation. Thank
2: you,
1: members. Thank you. we here. we here. Now, when it comes to veto sometimes the vetoes are used in a way and i'm going to put this i'm sorry that it's going to offend a lot of people and and this is done by men and here in south africa i've seen that over the past three years i've been looking at that and it is because of the lockdown that i was able to pay attention to this I have come to realize that in South Africa, men are more beginning to feel free to have more than one wife. I don't care if it's Christian. I don't care if it's a Christian or if it's a it's a uh, it's it's whatever religion. They are bent on that.
3: Uh
1: I have a, a niece who uh, because the the guy belongs to another religion and the guy be- believes in polygamy and the niece says you know what you won't see that with me I'll, I'll show you what i'm made of hey now women bow under this veto in droves women bow under this veto women who watch uh, series that have to do with polygamy about 40 to 45 percent of them are Christian if not 65 percent and even if they don't say that they agree with it that's one veto that men today enter into marriage with wives are so scared that they might be substituted so they the, the veto of subst- substitution, the right that I can get someone else would keep my wife on the edge. That is one. The competition.
2: It is the so competition. sad.
1: It is so sad that even Christian men, and I'm talking preachers, have, have developed that into a veto into their marriages. The second virtue is that of gender discrimination, where men say women should talk less. <laughs> Just shut up. Keep quiet, and all those kinds of things. She can't express herself. She has to agree with, hey, Muna. I've seen people accepting awards, going in front with their wives, and this award belongs to both of them, and it is the guy who talks. And you know that the woman can talk better than this guy. And, and when they say, and then what is your wife saying? She, and she says, no, it's fine. My husband has already spoken. Not in a way, you know, in a jubilant way, but in a way that you can see that this person has been vetoed. You keep quiet when...
3: <laughs>
1: it is sad. What comes to mind?
2: It, 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 it's either way, it's, it's the reality. It's the mm. truth. And how we've been diminished um, as women um, has resulted to that. It's like we are in a zoo and we ought to perform all seconds of sorts. Unless we can perform certain tricks, I find somebody else. And because you are unable to perform this trick, uh, you can't tame a dog. Because some of the languages that um, I'm, I'm, this woman is not tamed me, and therefore I look for somebody who can tame me. So this is how low or less men perceive themselves, because they are out there looking for somebody who can tame them, because mm. men are animals. Um, and because you are unable to tame me, so that means I need to keep looking until I'm tamed. So your your performance measure as a woman is that you should be able to tame. So what did it take for me to tame you? You look at a lion in the circus or even a tiger. There's a whip that is used that that makes them to be tamed. They know how to behave because of the, the whip. You know, once that whip goes, you know that the poor thing has to sit down. And it's scared of this whole thing.
0: Mm. So, what
2: we're looking for, and by description, is a woman that can tame, tame a man because ordinarily men are just animals. Mm. So, how have we gotten the definition or the identity of a man so incorrectly? And mm. the worst part is not it being said in social spaces, even men looking at themselves and thinking, I'm an animal and I need to be tamed. Mm. So, how do you? To that, how do you speak to it? Because first and foremost, is your animal instincts. if you saying, I don't get enough at home, and therefore I need permission to go look for more, you know?
3: Mm, so that, mm.
2: that definition as a whole is a bit of a challenge on its own, you know? And mm. the gender based aspect is um women don't talk women shouldn't talk and sometimes i think we we misquote the scriptures where god could have said that somehow biblically we just misuse it because if we're to look at this god who advocated for women's rights when you go to the bible as a whole um god advocated for women rights and then you go to the judges um as well you know that Deborah was raised as a judge and it says that Deborah was married so, Tipora would leave the husband and the household and go sit under the tree and become a judge for the whole nation. Mm. Uh, that's how much God trusted a woman. That's how much God could trust this woman. Such a responsibility. And then you find people in households who can say a woman is not much of anything. That has to be undermined. So again none of these are representative of god so we have postures and marriages that deny god that oppose god that challenge god's order that a woman is ready it's not so much this and that you know this is for a woman to come through to a household is to extend expand the the household you know Uh, god has a plan that's why a woman has to be in this family and be married to this family you know um so things like those you know there's, there's a good order but how we get treated and get misinterpretation of who we are first and foremost as name i mean dude this thing i put them, it's not clean i don't care who says what. Mm,
3: it's, mm,
2: it's, it's exposure to so much so much so much talk, and what you're saying is my home deserves the 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 input like a a polygamy. What do bees do when they move from one, the germination move from one flower to the other and blah, blah, blah. So basically, you, you being a bee for your own marriage, to be a polygamy, sure. for your own flower. You go and go to another flower and go to another flower and whatever process biologically that happens for you to be able to do germination. That's what we've become. We cannot think of ourselves as humans, so we're adopting some kind of animalistic uh, behavior, and want it justified.
1: So you are major the bee now, eh? Oh, but <laughs> hey, I know this is sad. Anyway, when we come back, let's do the final thought on this.
4: One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, and 729 Cape Pulpit, impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape.
1: It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text. Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety...
2: The message of
1: life on six five seven a.m. six five seven medium wave radio pool hey, I'm hot under the call our level because as we are talking off air we are talking quite a lot of things that we could put on air <laughs> okay seriously you know <laughs> okay let me just argue this thing that we argued we are left only with six minutes anyway okay do you know the unwritten codes of veto that are enjoyed by yeah. men And some feminists do not even look into that they're busy looking into other things women must have representations in Parliament it's fine it's fine fine but never neglect this women are suffering in their marriages because as they settle in their marriages then they discover that their husbands are having a kid outside not because this kid was born before they were married but this kid is almost the same age as the kids in the house.
2: And... and, Yes.
1: Get the veto of this. The veto of this is accept this and then help me to raise this kid. I made a mistake. Can you believe it? How can a mistake create a human being? I made a mistake. And then... Uh, it goes on to say, and I'm not trying to drag men down. I'm just talking about the veto that they enjoy, which is illicit. illicit. You know, men, men can have kids outside marriage. But if you're a woman, you have a kid outside marriage. Do you know that you will be placated everywhere? Everyone. They will be speaking about how bad you are. You will be on social media, level and if your husband is it it, it it is being swept under
2: the
1: carpet about creating enemies do you know how those kids are going to become enemies when you die we
2: have the same story Ishmaelaka.
1: absolutely he became the bitter brother till today yes,
2: his today. descendants are bitter yes today. actually they came in their firstborn born right They denied him hey. so according to them it is him that was supposed to enjoy the legally yes it's continue. It's like, so we continue that culture we continue it by the very same thing you described because they equally, legally, according to our, our constitution, even the, 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 the assets the this is a they have to be distributed equally. So, when I build uh, this household with your spouse, sorry, should the demise come, at least this is the investment I have for Manabaka, and we did it together, not knowing outside of the marital um uh, thing you know suddenly and they have the right
1: they are hanging it hey you know <coughs> here's another one that i think society should get rid of the virtue of privileges uh-huh. a man can go ayoko majite and leave the woman since arts were through and leave the woman uh-huh. and the woman way. yeah cook and all those kinds of things read lots I and all the the guys busy drinking beer and there are women in the in the bar. in those were dancing mm. on the pole <laughs> <laughs> no no it's true it's true <laughs> you know what we need to get rid of these things they are not according to the scripture of the father Uh, a man should be a husband of one wife and and all the responsibilities and rights uh, all the rules are in the word they should be observed and they mm-hmm. should be respected and none yeah. should be used to exploit the other or at the favor of the other we'll what do you say yeah we have a minute what do you say
2: we become them gods in our own homes uh, we creating homes that are actually shrines for a particular gender so if can I legend, I'm the gender and I'm in the eyelashes, so I say that that's like that becomes, I'm a demigod, so I'm worth worshipping. If, if I don't have my Mercedes-Benz parked outside, I can go and find the enemy, you know, to, to provide that for me. And the same thing we do with our men as well, you know. They have the freedom to say, because I'm a provider or i am got this status. Therefore, I can have as many women as I want. And what is the posture? The posture is of an unaccountable and unresponsible person. We serve a beautiful God that is accountable, that is responsible. That's why we pray every day, uh, anticipating blessings and doors to be opened, to be directed, our feet to be directed. We are responsible to God. You know, and God is responsible for us. You know, he's not leaving us. So to be in a marriage, this is exactly what it means. You are responsible for your spouse. Your spouse's smile, the spouse's happiness, the spouse's joy, and definitely 100% your children, because God gave them to you for, for, for continuation for his purpose. So you cannot have children who are happy because there's no claim to the heritage, the inheritance of a family, purely because they were gotten outside of the marriage covenant. So may we please not have Ishmael, who are so hurt, who are so paining, because they were first born but the right was not there. However mm. we got there, what made Sarah to feel insecure, and wanting uh, uh, Abraham to have a son, and, and made that relationship with, with her to kill you, know, because she has given it on herself. So let us not give up on ourselves. Let us first and foremost not give up on God, and God's hope and plan for us coming together.
1: Mm, absolutely we should be careful about those things yes. Lemo, thank you so much and uh, blessings to you
2: thank you Pastor. thank you for having me
1: how do people connect with you
2: definitely uh through my cell phone zero seven nine two one four zero one seven six zero seven nine two one four zero one seven six
1: all right, Lebu. And my emails yeah.
2: are info yes. through If it's something you don't want to convey over the phone, um, for the phone, my emails are definitely available.
1: Absolutely, Lebo. Thank you. We talk again the coming week. Much blessings to you.
2: Definitely. Thank you so
1: much. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. All right, and uh, of course, coming up next, we will be talking to the Apostle leseho Molugani.
2: Faith.
4: Send a WhatsApp message to 064 530 6805 or 074 995 9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Detoy and Danny Van Bilye are ready to connect with you today.
2: You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.